What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Ephemeral Santa podcast. This is, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jacob is having some serious stand issues, and you know, like that's really normal. It's really yeah. It's you know. I mean, every every guy, some a lot of men go through it. You know, it happens to everybody eventually. It keeps standing up and doesn't go back down. I like how it'll happily sit slightly below my mouth or slightly above it, but it won't sit where my mouth is. <laughs> this is going to be an ongoing struggle. So what's up, Mesra? <laughs> this is episode 26. 26. And I think this is probably the only actual milestone, not because of the number hit we hit, but this, guys, this is the last episode of season one. Okay, I actually did prepare some facts about 26 this time. <laughs> I was going to be like all nice about it. All right, okay. No, 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 no. Okay, nice, I, got a couple, I got a little list here. First off, there's a Paramore song called 26. So, you know, perfect. But hey, 26 apparently is the Hebrew number for Yahweh. That's like their God number is 26. That's the lamest God number I ever. I think it's like if you sum up, because Yahweh is spelled Y-H-W-H. Right. And those all have numbers associated with it. Right. So if you sum them up, I think it becomes 26. I think that's what that is. What? But but why wouldn't that be fucking 25? What do you mean? Oh, it's not alphanumeric? I, I don't know. It's Hebrew. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Yeah. For <laughs> yeah what I'm stupid. It's not, I'm, it's I'm, not yeah. Latin characters. Yeah, like, well, we translate it to Latin characters. Duh, duh, um, it's two, two, two and base three. We can do that for like almost every number. We can just <laughs> fight, we move it to a different base and come up with some sort of fancy pattern. Right, right. Um, I'm going to skip the rhomba... What is that? Ramba cubo octahedron has like 26 faces, whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, like but that. it's the 26 is the number of space time dimensions in string theory. Apparently. Wait, really? Yeah, that's what it says here. That's what wow. I've written down. <laughs> Don't this know where is, I got this. This one. is awesome. <laughs> there's actually, you could, there's a Wikipedia page for like most numbers. You just go to the Wikipedia page yeah. and there's just a list of facts. It even had the Paramore song there, but I picked that out myself. Um, I'm slowly growing on Paramore. I like their stuff. Yeah, dude. I, I they used to be like a guilty pleasure for me, and then they went from guilty pleasure to that I listen to like every once in a while to like my probably my favorite band of all time. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, twenty six is the maximum capacity of cars allowed to compete in an official Formula One Grand Prix race. Okay, that's correct. You know, uh, interesting. It's obviously the number of letters in the English alphabet. Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for that one. And then finally, it's the number of bones in the human foot and ankle. <laughs> so <laughs> Wait, there we go. There's okay. my twenty six facts. All right. Yeah. yeah, that's a little bit more fun than just being like, oh, it's um, an even number. Yeah, it's an even <laughs> number. <laughs> this is our last episode of season one. Yeah, we, we did it, guys. We made it. We did an entire season. An entire season. We're Yeah, we're about to, you know, we're recording this, what day is it? Uh, the end of March. It's March 28th. So we're going to take a short little break after this, and then we're going to come back hard for season two. So that's the plan. You guys will have what you need. Um Wait, no. The, when they're hearing this, it'll be normal. So it'll be on time. I'm done. It'll be, yeah, like mid-May. Right, right. And so we're all, we're, all, we're all set up here to start preparing yep. for the new season, guys. Season two. It's going <laughs> to have people in it. We're going to have a bunch of new equipment. It might sound a little bit better. It might sound worse at first. Yeah, That's it might usually sound how worse. those things go. Yep. Um, but we're going to have people, guests, and we're going to talk about a whole bunch of cool stuff. Measure's got some crazy ideas with like, Slipping in secret words and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're going to have fun with it. Yep. It's going to be a whole nother year of Terminal Satan. I kind of regret not calling this one season zero, but what can you do? It's too I'm, late I'm, for that. I'm okay with season one. Yeah. I guess he likes Lua. But anyway, um, so <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but we, so we got a bunch of stuff for today. 
probably not going to burn through all of it, but it might be a little bit longer. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. That's so, the plan. what have you got for us to start off with, Mesra? Actually, I'm glad you said that. So, like, I, I was listening. I, I listened back to the first episode. Anytime I accidentally recommend our podcast to somebody else because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh darn, they're gonna listen to it. I better. And I like, I just listen to the first episode because that's what people are gonna listen to. Of course, or the latest one, one of the two. But yeah. I'm okay with the latest one. And um, yeah, we've we've really come a long way. Um, we have. First off, my breathing throughout all the episodes is super annoying, and I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I, I interrupted Jake a lot in the first episode. I do that um, now. I, I always left. interrupt you. <laughs> I'm I'm, bet, I'm rather you do that because I don't. First off, I don't mind, and B, I do it unintelligent, like unintelligently. Yes, <laughs> unintelligently, but yeah. like um, like involuntarily. Well, me too. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt anybody. <laughs> so. Um, I was like, I left for that phone call. That that'll bother me to the end of time. <laughs> for, yeah, yeah, we all, we did five. We did like two minutes of ASMR talk. Was that in the that first episode? episode? We, the we first just opened episode. with ASMR. We opened with ASMR. Did we even talking. do an intro? We just no. We just went right into talking about how our name started. So it's a rough first episode, but oh boy. we've come a long way. Like mm-hmm. we quickly got our groove, and um, here we are. So the reason why I went through that whole spiel is because our first topic, Jacob, yes. I want to revisit. The robo rights topic. You want to revisit it? Be, the, for the sole reason that I'm slowly getting more convinced over time. Okay. Like I, I've been, so I've, it's been on my mind. I've been thinking about it, and I, I'm coming around. I really, I, I really am. Um, I, I just want you to try to convince me more. Like really get me on this train. Really like okay. pull me over. Well, here. I got to get back in the frame of mind here. Um, so the robo rights thing was like, well, we're talking like probably 50, 50 to 150 years in the future. We've got. And it's not really robots anyway. That's just a catchy name, right? right it's supposed right. to be artificial intelligences. Right, but that's, that doesn't roll off the tongue as robo-rights. Yeah, right? We use the word robot so incorrectly in everyday <laughs> speak. Yep. Oh, you know what's really interesting is whenever you listen to like old movies, like the 50s around that time, or TV shows and stuff, they always, a lot of people, probably, probably 50-50, they pronounce it robot like, like robot. Are you serious? Like the, the robot, the robot over there. I it's hate weird. that. And it's, it's because that word was like just entering the common lingo, right? So like <laughs> not not everybody was familiar with how to say it. It was like um, memes. Remember when memes first? Yeah. Like, people started saying that, and you would pronounce it maymays. Yeah. You used to do that for like years. Um, same thing with robots, except for it's a robot, <laughs> which is really interesting to me. Any uh, any life form, if sufficiently developed, or if we if we can't. If there's any reasonable doubt to think that it may have, you know, its own self-consciousness and uh, all that kind of stuff, sentient, sapience, whatever you want to say, like it, it deserves to be treated equally to, you know, humans. I, um, I'm not there yet. I still don't consider it life. I don't consider That's, it alive. Uh, in my, in my personal definition. What is life, Measure? What is your definition it's, of life? It's, this, it's, it's all of that, but it has to, for me, it has to be biological. It's but not biological. Why? It's something different. Why? Well, because that's what just how it? I categorize it. It's something else if it's not. That doesn't make sense to me. Because like, what? Why is what it makes s- something biological? What? What do you mean? What makes it biological? It's 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 an it's like a. <laughs> he's, he's, he's looking at me like I got you. Okay, like it, it's, it's naturally developed, made of made of like elements from the earth. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, how, am I, how do I explain this? Hmm, having trouble there. <laughs> okay, but like, huh? For me, it has to just be like natural. For me, like saying that has to be biology. What about the study of biology? What differentiates that from other sciences? Whatever differentiates the study of biology from chemistry Mm -hmm. is what I'm going to apply here. Like life. Well, biology is just applied chemistry, (laughs) you know? Yeah, but okay. But chemistry isn't really. 
There's a classification here. There is. Yeah. There's a distinction between a well, plant me, and a rock. Let me look up the definition of life. No, don't do that. I I'm know the going, definition of life. You do, you know it. Yeah, it's those four pillars. It's like it has to reproduce. It has to like, re, what was it? React to the environment. It has there's to like, reproduce. That's an odd that's definition. That's a really weird one. That, that is, because it, that's odd. Yeah, the, you look it up though. There's there's four pillars of life. I don't, but like, I, I, I think it should be like naturally from the earth. Yeah. You know, like fleshy. <laughs> I know what you mean. Okay, yeah, but uh, I don't know. But but here's the thing, though. If it, I I now believe for whatever reason, I, I was stumped with it. Like I didn't want to, but I believe we can develop a complex, a com- complex enough software that it's essentially a consciousness. Yeah, and um, I think we should respect it if it does that. Yeah, and, um, I agree. So like, I've come around to that, and I don't know why I had such a problem with it earlier. I was really like, I was really like really against it, and yeah. um. But I don't think it, it'll. The rights we give it will be the same. I think the rights should be um, altered to whatever the consciousness um, well, is comfortable well, with. What do you mean? Like, like, what rights would you change? For example, like um, think about like labor, because you had a so you had a, we were bringing up labor a lot. Like, we don't want to have robot slaves. The, the consciousness could have no problem with that, with be, with doing labor. They could be like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll help out. Yeah, but that would be a choice. Thus, not being a slave, that it no, can, it can maintain like, the right to deny work and then still work a shit ton. But that doesn't make it a slave, you know. There's a difference. I guess that's true, but but there would probably have to be added rights that okay. are that are specific to the how the consciousness works. I mean, yeah, we we could, but I, I don't really think there's there's much of a reason to make them separate from human rights. Like I I could see adding more or changing or modifying. We're different but I, things. Yeah, but rights aren't rules. They're just like what you're, do I need to explain rights? It's well, like, like, you're right, but wouldn't there be just, like different things? They're just protections, right? And so they're if they choose, if free speech, right? You don't have to use it, but it's there. Right. There's nothing wrong with having more rights than you need. Right. So conceptually, if you have rights that extend, um, that just, pr- that they're, they're there to, to legally protect the well-being of the individual, right? Yes. I'm saying that there might be different things that the new consciousness needs to be a well-being. Fair. That needs to be taken into consideration if it gets consciousness. Yeah. No, that's totally like, possible. What if, what if it's like, it's in agony if it's stored on this specific type of hard drive? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, so there needs to be a right that like, it needs to be on a properly maintained software, blah, blah, blah. No, yeah, you're right. There's probably some revaluations we need to make, but we don't need to take away any rights. <laughs> that no, is, that's kind some. of what I'm saying. It needs a baseline of at least what we've got. Yeah. Okay. We'll, 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 we, there, yeah, there's no like age limitation. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't have to wait till it's sixteen. And, and being that once it's sufficiently intelligent to deserve rights, it should be you know intelligent. I, yeah. I think we should start from human rights and not from animal rights. Because if we if we if it became intelligent and we're like we need to give it rights and we gave it only animal rights, I don't know. I feel like there's a problem with that. We'll get the, we'll we'll treat animals we'll pretty there. terribly. You we know? do treat animals pretty terribly. Yeah. I'm I'm all for like eating meat, but like we need to do it better than what we're doing. Yeah. Beef is really, really bad for the environment. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a problem. So that's probably that would probably be the main reason why I would eventually go vegetarian or vegan. Probably so both at the same from, time. From yeah, that that's why I tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a week. Uh anyways, uh there is so that from what I've like I saw like a couple documentaries. Mm. The, from my memory, I only remember two instances of why beef is bad for the environment. Mm. That was the large production of methane. Yep. As well as like 
like they like dump the waste in places and it's like not good. Farmers are really, yeah, with the water, they're, they're really bad about they're that. They're really bad. Like that, that's a problem here because everybody's dumping shit into the water all the time. So that seems to be more of an area effect. Like wherever these factories are, the surrounding yeah. area is bad. Whereas the be- like the methane, methane is like just global. goes in the atmosphere. Don't we have methane like generators though? Haven't we able to figure out how to do that? Well, we wouldn't want more methane. We no, less. generators as in it uses methane to like create, create electricity somehow. Uh, that'd be great. I saw, this, I this, I saw pro- that. We probably invented something, but it's like not Cut. large scale yet. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. The thing is, methane is, is a useful thing. Like, That's what I mean. Why are we just... Like the, the, the SpaceX Raptor engine that they're going to fly Starship on, that runs on methane. Really? It's a, me- it's a methalox, so it's methane and liquid oxygen. So, oh. hey, what if we just pipe the cow farts into space fuels? Yeah, I know, like directly. <laughs> we just bring the cows to Mars and then just fuel up our rockets there. Dude, it's, wait, and that would be terraform hilarious. terraform at the same time. I you know. get the methane into the atmosphere of Mars. Oh, we're solving it. Mars. We're solving it. There you go. Oh, that's a funny one. People, like, people, people are always like, multiple times within the last month, mm-hmm. I've been asked, why don't we just like terraform Mars? It's like, <laughs> why don't we just do it? Guys? Why don't you just do that? <laughs> like, it, that's just, just as difficult. Yeah, we've approached that point where it's so difficult. You might as well do it yourself. But hey, we'll just start off with the. We'll, we'll make some pipes. We'll, we'll hook up a pipe to every cow's butt, and then we'll just pipe it off. We'll connect the other end of the pipe to Mars. Yeah, yeah. And we'll then when we need to go to Mars, we'll use it as a. We'll use the pipes as a space elevator. Right, and we'll yeah, use that okay. as like a zip line. Yeah, right and like Mars. the propulsive forces is what gets us there the first time. Well, yeah, we we siphon the methane as we're going along the methane zip line. Exactly, and then we use that to propel ourselves. Propel ourselves up there. Easy. <laughs> Elon, get on this. What are you doing? I know. What's he doing with rockets? It's <laughs> useless. <laughs> so expensive. That's so last century, dude. I know, bro. It's also explosive. You can ignite it. Oh, is it rocket? We were just talking about yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That duh, is duh, one duh. of the requirements for being a rocket fuel. I'll <laughs> 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 yeah. do it. Speaking of cartoonish green things, cow farts. Yeah. So the entire freaking global economy is being totally destroyed. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to talk about this. Because Stepsis Evergreen got stuck in the freaking washing machine Suez Canal. What the yeah. frick? So I don't know much of anything about this. All I, I know is I, every morning I wake up, I just see images on Twitter of this big ass <laughs> ship sideways in the canal. That's just the funniest thing ever. When one person screw up. Yeah. I don't know how many people are driving that thing. Probably a handful, but yeah. but but is responsible for like a massive disaster. Well, I heard some numbers thrown around. Like it was like four hundred million dollars lost every minute or hour or something. It was like, like that. an hour. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh my god, that's in, that's <laughs> insane. I didn't think that one thing was so cr- cr- crucial. If you think about it, yeah. If you really wanted to topple the world, you'd destroy that thing. <laughs> you'd, <laughs> you'd destroy the canal that apparently yeah. costs people money. It's a small <sighs> river. That's that's. In, integral to our economy. Why do we just have one? Why do we just have one? Why <laughs> I guess it's so hard to make. Why is it a cargo ship? Why? <laughs> Wait, which canal is this again? What? What? Which canal is this? Um, Suez Canal, Suez. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay, so that's not that that main one. Like there's there's one canal that's like super famous. I can't remember what it's called. What the Panama Canal? Is that it? That sounds about. That sounds it's, right. It's in my one head. of the two. That was like the most human lives ever lost on a single project was building that canal. Really? If I remember correctly. It was so like building another one, I guess would be like, I mean, we could probably do it better now, <laughs> but yeah, it, it right. apparently probably it was super, ways. super dangerous. Everybody was dying. What, what makes that dangerous? A freaking, right? We're just like, it's a, we just make, make a little a, river. You make a divot in the ground yeah. in the waterfall. Or, what are they digging it with like plastic spoons yeah, or something? They, they, <laughs> they were giving plastic spoons in their hands. Is that, okay. 
you know, like the trope of like a uh, somebody breaking out of jail with a plastic spoon and like yeah. digging through the concrete. Has that ever happened for real? Is that is I remember a story where it was true, but I don't know if that like they they claimed it happened. Yeah, but you can't get through concrete with a plastic, can you? They're like, oh, like, with enough time. But I feel like with enough time, the spoon would break. You I know? feel like with enough time, they'll notice. <laughs> like yeah. he's just yeah, sitting right. by the concrete <laughs> digging. They're like. It's getting, they're like, well, I mean, he keeps going through our spoons and the, the hole's getting deeper. Like yeah. you may notice by the time. Also, what happened? He's just not in his cell for hours at a time. Like he only does it at nighttime. They have night guys, don't they? I guess they're not checking every cell. Well, no, not, not all the time. I guess so. Jeez. How plausible well, is that? Like congrats to him. Honestly, was he caught honestly after if he you out? can dig out of that with a spoon, I guess you deserve to be free. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but you know. Not what I'm really, saying. but it feels like it should be. <laughs> it feels like that, unless unless he's like, if he's like a if he's like a crime boss, yeah, but if he's like a murderer, mm. I guess crime bosses are typically murderers. Yeah, just not directly. Not directly. Maybe they used to be. Yeah. Wow. For some reason I'm picturing like Al Capone trying to dig out, but he's I don't think he I don't think he could get out. I'm just picturing Mob of the Dead with the four-barreled shotgun from Call of Duty. <laughs> four-barreled <laughs> shotgun. Brilliant. Given okay, so the the space station floats at about 400 kilometers away from the surface. So apparently at that distance the ship is actually big enough to be seen with the human eye. I've, I've been told. Really? So, it can visible from space that little ship blocking the canal. Little ship. Well, you know, relatively little. To the world, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From 400 kilometers above, yeah. Um, what do you call uh, I was going to make some comment about like the Liberty Bell, like, you know, like people, small one person making huge mistakes. So whoever cracked the Liberty Bell or however that thing cracked is yeah. kind of funny. It's funny because remember the Titanic was like, not even the gods could build our ship. It's so amazing. It's And we've made like, Tons of other ships the that Titanic are so much bigger. The Titanic is tiny compared to like, there's cruise ships bigger than the Titanic. Like by a you know? lot. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, a <laughs> tiny, it's a relatively tiny ship. They still screwed it up. Yeah. I love how that's the most famous one because it was the failure. Because they made like, what, four of those same exact ship at the same time? Oh, I remember and something then like that. The Titanic was the one that broke immediately. <laughs> and then so that's the famous one. <laughs> right, right. It's the only one people know about. So, so my question is, I remember like, I remember like really low visibility. There's no way to like, Stop the ice from hitting the iceberg. Yeah, you couldn't turn in time, but they don't have like radar. Radar, oh god, would no. radar help? No, with that? They, no, I don't think they didn't invent radar at the time. I don't, rem wow, I'm this really was like, well, here. this was like what early 1900s, like at the very beginning. Or oh something? my god, right, okay, yeah, radar was, was no way. wasn't that World War II? We invented <laughs> radar, something like that. Okay, I'm yeah. not thinking straight because that, that's where, the, okay, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but that's where the like carrots improve your vision came from. Mm hmm. Was uh, the Brits invent? I think they invented radar. They were the first to use it in war, and so they were like the enemies were like, "How how are they shooting down our ships from so far away? How are they doing this? How do they know we're there?" They're like we just eat a lot of carrots, guys. It's good for our eyesight, and that's where that came from. That's the funniest thing ever. That's so funny. Yeah. I, I also I feel like I've asked that radar question and answered it before. I just <laughs> forgot it now. That's that's humans. We forget what we talk about all the time. I, I know, but dude, that is the funniest. How did you see me from? Eight miles away. It's like, oh well, you know, I carry. Yeah, I carry. And I was told that growing up too. Like, eat carrots yeah, is good for your eyesight. God, we're so bad about stopping misinformation once it's out there. I know. Well, think about the spider thing. You eat seven to yeah. twelve spiders every year. That was a joke. Yeah. Somebody was like, no. Here's the thing. Journalism is becoming so powerful that 
you can say whatever you want and people will believe it. So he po- he released that as an article. Mm-hmm. That's how that, that rumor spread. It was not true. He made it up. Yeah. Wasn't it like one to two spiders or was it? it, was, it was, I thought it was like a lot. It was like 12 <laughs> to 14. Any, any amount of spiders is more than, a, you know, reality. Well, really. One to two I could live with, but 14. Well, I'm going to have to live with any of them, but. As in like, be okay with, be at peace with. Jake. Oh, it depends on the size of the spider. Because if I mean like fucking tarantulas, <laughs> I would assume wrong. it's not tarantulas. But It'd like a daddy spiders. long legs, you know, what's the big deal? I've eaten what? bugs bigger than that by accident. Wait, what? Daddy long legs? I would have way more of a problem with daddy long legs than like a normal house spider. Have you seen this? The thing is smaller than a pea. It's just got like little hair sized legs sticking it's out. It's got of these it. huge legs sticking out. You breathe like on legs. those legs and they break. <laughs> They're tiny. Mm. The legs is the thing I have the problem with. <laughs> really? I, have le- I have way less of a problem with the actual bug. I have a problem with the legs. But they're like they're like hair sized. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't get this. Wait, do you have a problem with spiders in general or just we're, we're eating? Yeah, we're talking eating. <laughs> we're talking eating solely here. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I don't have daddy long legs would be the least of my concerns when it comes to spiders. Anything thicker than that is where problems start happening. Thicker. It's the thickness. It is because it's yeah, the volume right. of the spider. Yeah. Yeah, thing, right. you, like I said, you just like push it and it'll collapse into like the something smaller than like a, a grain of rice, you know? No. Yeah. You know, the body is bigger than a grain of rice for a daddy long leg. Not by much. Just, I mean, dude, they, they're all around here in the garage. Uh, it's I fine. don't have a problem it, with It's them. just the notion of the like, of the tarantula. <laughs> like they don't even live here. <laughs> and you're like in bed. Yeah, it's just crawling in. It forces its way down yeah. 12 times a year. <laughs> Oh, no, it's tarantula time. Here it comes. Have you ever pet a tarantula before? Um, I don't remember if I have. I don't think I'd have a problem with it. Yeah. I honestly don't think, I don't think I have a problem holding or seeing tarantulas. I, don't, I wouldn't want to hold it. I wouldn't want to, but I could. Like, yeah, I'm, I guess I'd, so. I'd have the bravery to do it, but I wouldn't want to. It's fuzzy and large enough to like almost disconnect itself from other arachnids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never found them cute though. People oh, always cute? like, no. they're like, but it's a cute fuzzy little spot. Like, no, shut up. Yeah. None of the spiders are cute. Look, I don't think anything is cute if it's not a mammal. I've said that before. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Some fishes are cute. Some birds. Fishes, I said. Well, no, yeah, that's correct. Well, I thought if, you, if you're fish. talking, it's fish if it's like, like multiple fish in a tank. But if you're talking species of fish, it's fishes, fishes is correct. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's, there's a lot of things like that. Well, I've been saying a lot of dumb stuff today. That was the first like- <laughs> You stumbled into the correct answer. I know, I know. Uh, I don't know. Fish are ugly. <laughs> like, have you seen the ones that have human teeth? <laughs> or oh, like yeah, human-like teeth? Dude, dude, what? <laughs> dude, what are those things? <laughs> have you ever been bit by a fish before? No. We At the, at the quarry, because there's fish in the quarry down yeah, here. Yeah, you got bit? We, we have, yeah, we have a quarry down the road, by the way. Um. Anyway, so there's, there's fish in the- How did the fish get in there, first of all? Well- there was probably a lot of, there's probably higher water levels that allowed that had fished it and then it sunk and then you get a quarry. From where? I don't know. The lake is like, it's like a, a bunch of miles that way. Someone, someone got a bucket in front of I mean, over. it's a, uh, whatever. There's there, ways. There's ways. There's Life ways. finds a way. Seagull takes it and then drops it accidentally. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it reproduces spontaneously. Yeah. Well, it was a pregnant fish. <laughs> it's a pregnant fish. I don't know. That's there's, how it works. Fish can be pregnant, actually. guys. What? Yeah, they can. No. Oh wait, they do the they thing where they lay eggs, and then and you like, yeah, on yeah. the eggs that, that are outside. And they are fertilized right. externally. Externally, I forgot about that. They're not mammals. Dun, 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 dun. Back to mammals. Only mammals can be cute. Yeah, but There's anyway, of- yeah, we used to stick our. We, well, we used to like feed the fish with bread and stuff, mm-hmm. and then if you feed them, they get you know they get antsy around the surface. So if you stick your finger, then, the, then they'll bite your, your finger. And you do that intentionally. 
Well, it was like you, somebody would dare you, like, you know, stick your finger because you don't want to be bit by a fish. And it's kind of like, because you can't see through the surface. So you just have your finger in there. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. So it was, you know, kind of like a, it was a preteen thing, right? <laughs> right <laughs> it was yeah, like, yeah. here's a dumb dare. Right, right. No, I got you. I got you. But I, I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't, like it I've bit. never liked that. No. I, I remember fishing with my dad is always like, in the beginning was like a really horrible experience. Because mm. you had to touch the worms. I don't want to touch the worms. Uh, you, worms are fine. You put it on the hook. They're slimy. <laughs> wriggly. I don't want anything that's wriggly. It's like a tongue. <laughs> is it's it? In, I've never heard a worm compared to a tongue before. Well, it, like it has, it's like a, it's, it can move in like all directions and it's slimy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know how like a tongue is like it just kind of moves. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we move it, but you know, and then like sometimes you have the to tongue touch the, freaks me out. The if slimy, I think about scaly it. fish. <laughs> and you know how like the outside of a fish is grimy? Would you say? I said sometimes the tongue freaks me out if I think about it too much. More than a worm. When I just if I like stare at myself in the mirror and I look at my tongue, I'm like after after a little bit, I get a little a little freaked out. I'm I, like, I can what understand. The fuck that. Is that thing? Yeah, it's like it's in just your moving, mouth. I, it just moves around. And you're like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what if that's like a parasite and we don't even realize it? <laughs> well, I mean, it's pretty helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a you. Well, parasites can be beneficial. True, sometimes. True, symbiotic re- relationship. Yeah. Um, what do you call? It? Sometimes a lot of I biology get, in this episode. <laughs> I know what I get. Uh, what's that called? Trypophobia. I get that triggered by like yeah. the bumps on the top of my tongue sometimes. Yeah, I, I just don't like clusters of anything on that are biological. That doesn't that doesn't bother me. It makes sense. It makes perfect sense why you would have it's, a repulsion. It's to random that. things everywhere. Well, because it's like that's what disease looks like in a lot of cases. Yep, yep. bumps. I had a dream. I know I'm not gonna talk about dreams, but I just <laughs> this is related. We're like, you know how bald heads are smooth and your mm-hmm. scalp is well, actually they're not shiny. Like bald people look shiny, but they actually oil their head. By the way, that's why they're shiny. It's not naturally shiny. Anyway, I, I learned that when I shaved my head, I went bald, and I'm like, why is it I'm like not shiny? <laughs> what is this? Anyway, um, in in my dream, scalps instead of being smooth were like. They were indented. So they're like, uh, the whole thing was like a bunch of tiny little uh, con- concave bumps. Like a the, golf oh, ball? Oh, and they're like kind of polygonal a little bit. Oh. So they were shaped. Like, I know what you're talking about. It I was nasty. I, I, like, I remember oh. like I touched my head and I'm like, what the fuck is happening up there? I hate that. I hate that. I and then, hate it. And then it, the logic was that if you shave your head, it, it turns smooth. <laughs> but if you have hair, it's bumpy. <laughs> I would rather be bald at that point. Yeah, I would, just, I would, I would honestly, go bald just to avoid the bumps. Avoid the bumps. It was nasty. I completely agree with that idea. It scarred me. And I, and I still remember that. I don't remember 99% of my dreams, like the morning after. I don't, I don't even know if I've had a dream. But that one, that's in my memory. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. That's that I hate. Yeah. We, we, we've described trypophobia to the crowd, right? Yeah. It's come up a couple okay, times. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Just just in case like we said that and they don't know what the hell that is. And so I went to go see my friend Vish's uh, show. I mm-hmm. probably shouldn't name people. I keep forgetting. Yeah. So he's, he's a theater major. He has a show. He was the lead of it. Is a theater major? No, minor. Theater minor. Oh, okay. And he was the lead of a show. And, it was, and I went to go see it. And it was called uh, An Enemy of the People. And, and the premise of the show was this is a scientist. He's working on um, uh, mountain springs and they're piping down to the city. Mm-hmm. And his, he's, he's part of the prestigious family where the brother is also the mayor. So I don't know. seems a little written in, but whatever. And anyways, uh, he discovers, uh, hey, so the water's poisoning people. The copper in the pipes you installed uh, yeah. is leaking into the water and it's going to kill people. And he's like, well... Uh, we just created a ton of jobs and economy mm-hmm. with the with the spring system. And if I shut that down, a lot of people will lose jobs and everything will be affected. Yeah. He's like, so I'm not doing that. And he's like, fine, I'm going to go do some press and I'm going to tell them what what's going on and they're going to release it. 
And he's like, if you do that, we will like shut you down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like they'll tarnish, we'll tarnish your name essentially, even though he's, he's in the same family. <laughs> um, yeah. And so his wife is like, dude, if you do this, they'll like destroy us. Like our name will be gone. You won't, we'll lose our house. We'll blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And so he has to make that decision of releasing this info or like essentially destroying himself and his family. Yeah. And I'm like, Jacob, what would you do? Well, I'm going to leave everybody in suspense because I actually have to use the bathroom. <laughs> oh, why don't you think about it? I'll talk right, about- That was my plan. I'm going to have you say what you would do. I'll come back and I'll say what I would do. Yeah, okay. And I just, I guess I'll have to listen to what you say later. Yeah, okay. It's a rough idea, but honestly, I just think it was way too rushed because, okay, so the mayor was, he was going to cheat it out. He was going to cheat out the system. He, he proposed, hey, let's calm down. Let's not release it just yet. Let's shut down some of it and replace the pipes. And then we'll release those and we'll shut down the other pipes and replace them. And we'll gradually replace all of our pipes. And I'm like, that seems like the plan of attack. It seems like it would take a long time if you have an entire water system going everywhere throughout your city, right? So you'll have to, um, but he was just going to replace the pipes at the very end. So it looks like they were replaced, but in actuality, there's still copper running in your system, poisoning people. And it's like, Wait a minute, hold up. Like, everybody back off. Isn't there usually a plan of attack? Like, oh, by the way, we discovered that this is... Ha- like, okay, like, essentially, let, let, let's say the springs started being poisoned for some other reason. Something else got into the water, and they needed to shut that down. There's usually... Isn't there usually a plan of attack here? Don't they usually have people, like a group of people, scientists, econ- economics, econ- 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 economists? Is that what it is? Economists get together to, like, talk about the best plan of attack instead of just two people sitting around trying to, like, solve it themselves in their heads and keeping it all a secret. Yeah, you keep it all a secret. That's a normal government thing to do. I'm okay with that, but plan. Plan something. Fix it. I think the real moral of the story is the environmentalist engineers weren't doing their job and nobody thought anything through. Nobody met. They needed to have meetings. That's what governments do, right? City governments, you you meet and you discuss what you should do instead of either A, just tell everybody, hey, it's poison, we're shutting everything down, or B, nothing. <laughs> There's got to be an in-between where we solve this problem. I, I, it, I, I don't know. I got all riled up because I'm like just thinking about this. I'm like, this could have been done many different ways. It's just a play. It was fictional. But like, I can see that happening in our world. And well, I'm yeah, just like, that's, that's the thing is it's a great analogy. I mean, it's a, it's a bit of a close analogy. It's almost a literal analogy, but a lot of art does that. Where it's, right. It makes an analogy for the problems we have in day-to-day life to help us look at it from another angle. It's less connected to us. Right, right. Sorry, I'm like out of breath. <laughs> so I would honest, I wouldn't have gone to the press and ruined my reputation. Just to summarize what I told them, yeah, I would be like, okay, but can we get like a, a group of people on this to talk about the best plan of attack here? Because you're right, you just shut us all down. Yeah, that's gonna be bad. The poison's gonna kill people though. So mm-hmm. we need to like systematically like figure this out. And there's people, there's experts for this. There's people, there's economists, yeah. there's environmental engineers. There's 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 a lot of people that 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 are good at this. What would you do? What would if the problem wasn't made known to the people? They need they need a fire under them to get them working on the the solution. Because it if the powers that be, for instance, your brother who's the mayor, are totally cool with just letting it happen, letting it stay the way it is, where it's killing people without any change. Clearly, there's something wrong, and I don't I don't think they'd be so keen to just fix the problem on its own. I think you'd probably have to tell the people, and then they're gonna probably riot and everything like that. And that's, that's the only that's, way that anything's going to get changed. Can't you get them to fix it, like, without telling the people? If you could, I feel like that would have been another option. Because the brother is like, you either, look, if you do this, I'm going to ruin your life. But if you don't do this, I'm going to keep 
everything the way it is. If that's how he sees it, then that's probably how the other people see it in the in the higher ups. Right. Maybe there's some exceptions, but nobody with enough traction to get it going. So you tell the people. I, you would have to, I think. Oh, At least wow. I would have to. I would have just shut up about it. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, frick, everyone's going to die. That's cool. Yeah. I would just tell my family, like, don't drink the water. It's poisoned. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. It happened, this happens all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's always like, like, oh, there's radon in all the water systems and we, like everyone still uses well, what, wells. Isn't like Flint still having trouble with their water thing? It's been years now. Flint is at a place? Flint in Michigan. Oh. They, they've been having like poisoned water for like a decade. Yeah, or nobody longer. cares. This happens all the time. And, and everybody knows about it and it's still not getting fixed. <laughs> yeah. That's so, what I mean. so it's like, why? T- I, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to ruin my own life because no one else wants to help me. I, I, I would have to. Because of your civil duty and to I, people I feel like and blah, blah, blah. There could be some sort of recourse. Like I feel like some people would be willing to try to help me out if if I you know if like in a whistleblower situation right like Edward Snowden he got helped out by what Russia the Chinese, yeah I was say, <laughs> so that wasn't that wasn't government. ideal but that was on a larger scale than this little water thing <laughs> I, th- I think I could get helped out by somebody else <laughs> yeah I'm t- I don't care about the betterment of the people anymore <laughs> because it, just because like the the betterment of the people I'm not helping them because no one's gonna help me. Uh, like they won't, they won't help me help them. So it's I'm just running myself into the ground. Yeah, digging dig my tires. It's not the right thing to do. But this 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 leads me into my next point, okay. which is it's been my uh, I've been making this joke for years because it's still the funniest goddamn thing to me. I don't have to care about this issue because I'm going into weapons. So as long as I do everything legally and make people happy, people die anyway. So yeah. it doesn't matter to me wow. if like, oh, but what about the betterment of the people? It's like, I'm making weapons. There's never <laughs> was in the interest of the betterment of the people. Yeah. My only job is to kill as many people as I possibly can. That so helps like, out the ethical questions. Really does. Really does. So like, so there's not almost with that situation, there's almost, there, there really won't ever be like an ethical question unless we're talking like dealing under the table, which is something I've thought about. I'm like, I never want to do that. Those are the big ethical questions. I think there would be an ethical question if it came to like safety of the people using the weapons. Right. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> like I make a bad gun and it just explodes when yeah, you try to use it. I mean, a smaller, because obviously everybody would agree if it killed the person always who is using it, there's a problem. Yeah. But I, I, think, yeah. I think smaller things like, Oh, one in every 200,000 has a malfunction that could injure somebody. Like that's when you start getting into ethical questions of do we, maybe it costs more money to make it more reliable. Right, right. So it's like a trade off of, of injuries versus money, but. Right. And at that point they probably just won't use my weapon. <laughs> They'll probably just be like, ah, okay, we'll, like, we'll just use the AK. It's like way better. Honestly, they, they have, the, the military has like a million people making weapons for this. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we'll just go over there and get that one. Yeah. So like that, there's not, there's not much of a problem there. It's, it's, a, it's only the dealing under the table thing where it's like the, my, the company I'm working for is like, Hey, we'll, we'll sell to those guys over there. Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't sound legal. Yeah. It's like, well, it isn't. <laughs> One of the recourses I thought of with that Flint or not Flint question with the water question. Yeah. was like, Oh, what if I just do like a GoFundMe to help me out after, after I whistleblow <laughs> everything. And that caused me to think of something that happened recently. You know who um, the Kardashians are? Obviously. So I know of them. I don't know any of them or what they've done. That is fine. They've done nothing. So you know everything okay, about great. them. Okay, great. Perfect. They're That's just what I famous. And then one of them at one point was dating, you know, E.T. boy, uh, Kanye West. Heck yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Kylie Jenner, who was, who was one of them. Youngest she, billionaire. She, yeah, youngest billionaire. Oh, la-di-da. Brilliant. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Apparently one of her, like, close friends slash professional colleagues okay. has like an, a health issue where they needed to raise $60,000 oh, to pay for a medical this. thing. And then so <laughs> instead of the youngest billionaire is apparently really close to this person just 
paying the 60 grand, which is like what point? It, it's a decimal point right. of her net worth. Like less, like 0 0.01 or 0 0.001 or however many zeros. There is a zero in the after yeah. the decimal point. So you could have just paid it off, right? Right. But she, I think she donated like 5K and then um, and then tweeted about it. Like, hey, donate to this, to her fans. Oh. It's like, are you serious? Oh my God. I'm never, look, so like I'm going to have to be um, the, uh, what's the, what's that term where you're the devil? The devil's, devil's advocate. advocate. That's what you it got is. close. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, I, I, if if I make a lot of a fortune, I'm not gonna be paying out all my friends. Of course, people always like yeah, there I is gotta, a limit because you but know if, so many people. Exactly, everybody's gonna get in touch with you. I need, I need this. I need this. this. Yeah, I need all the time. That. I'm never. I, I don't respect that. I, yeah. I, I think that's stupid. You're foolish with your money. But if your friend is gonna die or has like a really hard surgery, yeah, and, and you're, you're a, a billionaire, billionaire. we're <laughs> talking about billionaires. Billionaire. That's way above a millionaire, dude. That's like that's like not giving somebody a dollar. <laughs> it's dying. less than that. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's less yeah. than that proportionally. Yeah, so, like that is disgusting. Like it is. I don't. I'm not usually the person to judge, but oh my god! Like especially if they're, if they're close enough where you're gonna tweet out specifically to donate to their, you know, GoFundMe. Then obviously they're close enough where you can donate the money yourself. That would that wouldn't have been an issue for me. No. Also, so like, how close were they? That's the question. Because if I she, if some if some if someone was pretending to be my friend and wasn't really my friend, that would take me off a little bit. Yeah. But if they're like good friends and you're gonna die, oh my god. I'll I'll die, die, I don't know if she was going to die, but she needed the you know, medical yeah, the procedure, surgery. whatever it was. Apparently okay. it's kind of expensive, but that, that's just, that, that's disgusting. Oh, jeez. If it was like $200,000, $300,000. Then I understand then, just paying for partial, like donating a little bit, right? Yeah. But fifty, sixty thousand dollars, and you're a billionaire. Yeah, that's less than her car. I can assume at least oh. one of her cars that she has. <laughs> yeah, because if you think some some cars have like, that's the price of like the rims. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, no, seriously. I I think somebody was saying that she was like she was buying jeans that were in the tens of thousands, or like no, she bought a purse for her like baby daughter that was oh in the tens god. of thousands of dollars. So oh my god, a purse for her baby, a purse. So for I don't know, maybe, maybe a medical procedure was, you know, a little bit more important than that. That's really sad. I mean, look, it's a low hanging fruit to make fun of the Kardashians and their family and everything. This, but has nothing this to is do just with it. terrible. This is really bad. That where we've come to a point where we're starting to glorify people for just being rich and having a lot, being famous. Yeah. And, and a lot of them didn't deserve it. And it's just, it's just not proportional. And I'm 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 all for capitalism, and I'm all for like, mm -hmm. but these people are like, oh, this is abuse. This and is. Let's just, not forget, wasn't didn't she have a, her own GoFundMe to help her become a billionaire in the yeah, first place? The whole point was like, hey, make me the youngest billionaire. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I don't know. That's why I did. That's why I, I, I um uh, molted that molt, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we gotta change that, Jake. Where it was like, guys, I want to be the quickest it. millionaire everywhere. Everywhere, everybody donate me. Oh, that, that's, me a, that's a subreddit. Oh, is um, that? Uh, what was it? Like, we are the millionaire makers or something. It was a stupid name. But, um, or maybe it was make a millionaire. I don't know. But basically, yeah, like every so often they would pick a random person who commented on a thread and then they would say, everybody who subscribed to the subreddit donates $1. Donates $1. And the idea was to make them a millionaire if they had a million or more. Thing is, most people didn't donate, but they would still get like a decent chunk of money, the people who won. I Love that idea. It's a great idea. Because think about it. A dollar out of your day is nothing. No. But it's a it's a bunch of people all over the country helping one specific person at a time. Yeah, that's you all great, channel it together. And it, that's a great idea. Yeah. 
I love that. Yeah, the the problem is that most people just end up being like, oh, I didn't win. I'm not going to donate. <laughs> that's that's where it's like, come on, come on, get with the program. Yeah, it's about you, altruism. It's about being nice here. If you like put yourself in the in the pot, you know, to be potentially chosen, you should have to donate to even do that in the first place. That, I agree. Also, kinda, wait, that's kind of how the lottery works. It is. <laughs> but this is. And I think about it. You're, wait, you're right. This is. But first off, there's a lot of. There's, I mean, a lot less taxes you're paying. And yeah, the tax is the problem. A lot here. less profit to a company that's whole purpose is being a lottery. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's what we'll do. When we, when we, um, you know, beat out Joe Rogan to become the number one podcast, yeah. we're like, what? Well, I think some people had us like number two or number three, but once we get number one, <laughs> um, then, then we'll, then we'll do that. We'll pick one of our listeners at random and have everybody else donate by force, force yeah. of will. Mm-hmm. Um, they will have no choice but to donate and they will become a millionaire. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of this, okay. but it's called new, new. I have Does that not ring any this. bells? <laughs> I mean, that's the stupidest name ever. It's an new, app. New, new, new. I, I don't know. I guess they're trying to go off like TikTok is a really simple name. Oh. We're just gonna do simple two syllable names. Whatever. They're dumb. Anyway, it's called New New. Um, developed by Courtney Smith, a personal friend and former member of Drake's management team. Oh my! It's the whitest the possible name in the world. Court, I'm pretty sure she's black, actually. <laughs> 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 but you're right. It is a pretty white name. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's that's too funny. Uh, so the app, the goal of it is to turn socialization into a kind of stock market. <laughs> so this is writing off all sorts of trends, right? Um, basically, you buy into people's lives who are on the app, and they give you voting power in their lives by buying in. Like so, their popularity affects how much money you make. I don't, you don't make back any money. You just, it's sort of what? like, like when you buy into private or public companies, you get voting power. So choices to like, like, you know, if the, however many shares you get change, how many votes you get and then help you vote for things like, Oh, what should the company do next? Right. Something oh. like that. Like, like weird day to day stuff. So basically Courtney Smith, um, in a quote said, we are building an economy of care where you buy moments from the lives of others and take it further by allowing people to control these moments. So essentially like, Whoa. so like c- celebrities, you know, quote unquote celebrities would sign up for this and then their fans would sign up and their fans, the more money they spend, the more control they have over that person's life. Oh, I hate uh, so this. here's, there's a dude called Lev Cameron, who's a 15 year old TikTok uh, influencer with over 3 million followers. And he said, when they vote, I do the thing they vote for. It's not like, oh, I secretly do the other thing. It's surprising how many people vote and what they vote for. So this dude lets people decide like <laughs> the games he plays, the movies he watches, <laughs> the name of his pet hamster. Okay, know, so he like gets that. to decide what they vote for, right? He gets to put out the polls. Yeah. Um, and then people vote for it if they have the money to do so. But this is this whole thing is uncomfortable yeah. and weird to me. This is this could be a Black Mirror episode. This is a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, this is like, getting like social media red room kind this, of. This stuff. is like all the worst aspects of like parasocial relationships, celebrity culture, weird um, commercialization. Uh, it, it's a bunch of nasty things all mixed up together. You know the porn industry is getting on this. <laughs> like, you know, and also the yeah. meme community is getting on on this. The meme community? Yeah. And how so? People is going to, so if, if you put anything on that poll that can be a meme, everyone mm. will vote for it. Everyone will yeah. vote for it. They're like, what do I do? Go to Somalia or Venezuela or like oh, yeah. New Zealand? Everyone's going to vote for gonna be crazy. They're like, I'm putting him in Somalia. Like, you're screwed. You're going yeah. there. Sorry. I think it's unhealthy though. Thinking about like there's- I think normal social media is unhealthy. Okay. 
Fair, but like freaking, you've got like that 15 year old. Obviously, you've got other young TikTokers because apparently TikTokers are really young in they're, general. They're children. Yeah, they're children. And adults can sign up for this. We were having adults paying children to control their lives. It's just really weird. Oh, I hate it. I, I, I hate every aspect. And the thing is, not, it's not like if you had like a bunch of 30 year olds playing around this app, right? It's, it's dumb, but it's within reason. But I think. If you're a kid, this is not setting up a good idea of what's normal. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and and how society was never normal. Yeah. Well, that's already a problem, but (laughs) I I think this is a step worse. Oh, Um, absolutely. This is, I hate this concept (laughs) like so much. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I I think, I think the idea of turning other things into stock is, is an interesting one. Like before I've played with the idea of making like an app where you like say you invest with fake money into say like a YouTuber. And then the idea is that you want to make the best investments, right? So you get like a certain amount of money to start off with. And then somehow that correlates to subscribers and stuff like that. And you could buy somebody. And then if they get famous, then, oh, wow, you predicted it. Good job. It's, you know, like a pat on the back, right? It's kind of, it's kind of like a, a literalization of the thing where like, oh, I subscribed to this person when they only had X amount of followers, you know? Yeah. But that's one thing, but this is, this is something else. Because this is this is you're paying for them to do stuff in life. Yeah, and it's with real money too. Also, the thing is that this is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. I think people will jump on this. Oh yeah, because it gives people a way to make money. It's a, it's an entirely new market, and also it's a new market. Yeah, this has the potential to explode. So Jacob, let's say you came up with this idea, would oh. you would you create it? I definitely would. <laughs> and you definitely. I would. definitely would. <laughs> um, I don't think I would. I guess I was close, but I, I, I don't think I would have done this one because whenever I make something, there's always an air of pointlessness to it. It's got to be like at least forty percent pointless. Otherwise, I'm not really interested in making it. <laughs> so I, I think this is too too real for me. It's, um, it's although a- usually when it comes to developing things, I don't really have much of an, a moral compass. Like I usually don't care that much about the ethical side of things because right. everything fun is unethical anyway. <laughs> and I feel like technology is kind of like the wild west where I don't care so much. Yeah. But see when it's other people and it's actually got some traction, that's when I'm going to go criticize them for ethical problems <laughs> because they they should deal with it. <laughs> yeah. So if they have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to Courtney for coming up with that though. I don't know. I, I wonder if that's going to go anywhere because obviously it's already got a little bit of traction, but... Things die out. Of all, of all the ideas I've heard, I think that one has a lot of potential to grow. This is like the polar opposite. Remember when Flappy Bird was a big thing for like three days? <laughs> yeah. That, that dude, <laughs> he developed an innocent little little game, right? The dumbest game. And then game. he was like, after a couple of days, he's like, this is tearing my life apart, having created this. I can't stand it. And he took it down. <laughs> that was such a weird situation. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I do. I don't, I don't know what his problem was with... Having created a, a fun little game, I yeah, don't, I don't, he was like he was like so. In all, I would have thought it's the funniest it. thing ever. Like, yeah. Wow, everybody's playing this dumb game I made, but it was like too much for his moral compass to bear somehow. Wait, what was that about? Why? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what? He was like he was having an ethical problem with it. What? But there's no ethic problem with making it a stupid game. It was just how game. big it got, and I don't, I don't know. That's Maybe normal. he didn't like it somehow. I would have been like raking in the cash. I'm adding in-app purchases immediately. (laughs) Really? (laughs) That's what everybody else did. Remember people were like selling iPhones that still had the app on it on eBay Mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. Speaking of eBay, it's kind of nuts the stuff you can find on eBay if you look hard enough. From your example, do you have any examples? I do have an example. Personal? Okay. But like I remember when I was a kid, eBay, I mean eBay has been around pretty much as long as I have. So like 
I, I knew it as like a place you could sell old, like maybe a game, you know, mm-hmm. an old computer, a camera or something like that. I remember how mind blown I was when I first found out that people were selling cars on eBay. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and also obviously like, $20 was a lot of money to me at the time. Yeah. Still kind of is a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> but even more so back then. So saying something that was like $20,000 on eBay was incredible. Later on, you see that people will sell houses on eBay, which is a really bad idea, but some people do. That's not the market you want. No, you want a realtor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, you can buy like roller coasters on eBay. That, that's what I was roller kind of coasters. just going into as my example. Uh, like you what go, do you mean by roller coasters? Like home built ones or no. like pr- like company built like, ones? Like carnival roller coasters. Like, you, can, you can get like full blown carnival rides. Like, I am now like, immediately like those Googling. big swing ones that go way up in the sky oh. and spin you around in the swings. Yeah, just install that in your backyard. Easy. Right? They go for like, like I found one of the swing ones for like 200 grand, I think it was. Um, but the roller coasters usually God. go for 100 grand or more, They're I think. <laughs> I got a lot of Lego sets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I did is I filtered by price, with gotcha. minimum price. Cause that makes sense, but you can get like those those little kid roller coasters with like uh, like a dragon cart or whatever. You know, that'd be kind of if I was rich, it'd be kind of cool to have. I'm, I'm, I know if I had kids, they would love to have a tiny little roller coaster in the backyard. Go Gator roller coaster amusement ride, nineteen thousand dollars. Oh, that's that's a bargain, nineteen thousand. It's a tiny, tiny. <laughs> it's a kid one. It goes like in a loop. I can't see it, but it goes. It, in I, I can like, imagine like a hundred foot radius loop. Yeah, yeah, I've been on one of those before. Yeah, it's cute. But um, but you can get bigger ones. There's like I think carnival oh, rides in general are just oh six million dollars. Woo! <laughs> there's one. <laughs> we got one now, boys. Whoa! What's that one? One point five million. Ah, it's just his commercial roller coaster. No, oh, there you go. Whoa! You can just why you can eBay? just buy a roller coaster on why eBay. Why eBay? But I like how they're all like um you need a local pickup only. They're not gonna ship it obviously, but local pickup only. Yeah, but it's like a roller pick coaster. it up with what? <laughs> yeah, what? what? So and you're going to bring the, the, the Megatron helicopter we talked about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like the only way. What else? What local? <laughs> you're just going to get there? You're going to be like, fucking take it. <laughs> go, go, get out of here. You brought like your, your camera, your little pickup truck or something. <laughs> you have a single <laughs> screwdriver. Oh, boy. <laughs> local pick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, I wonder what else. I wonder what the craziest thing you can get on eBay is. Probably stuff with humans. Oh, that's got that's got to be against the terms of service. <laughs> what do you mean, like like selling a human? No, like teeth or hair. Oh, that that actually makes sense that that would be on eBay. I'm, I wouldn't uh, be surprised. I'm, I'm I, I guarantee you, I there's you teeth I on eBay. Well, teeth is easy. Let's do something weirder, like pee or something. Yeah. Although no, feel, it's just devices. Probably biological matter is against the terms of service. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh wait, I thought what makes it biological, Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this this is eBay, not not human rights. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> That's a good comeback, though. <laughs> so um, I've been in this weird uh, DS game kick, Nintendo mm-hmm. DS game kick. Yeah, going back and beating all of them, all the ones I had. Mm-hmm. So like, um, just listing off some favorites: Mario, Super Mario 64 DS. Um, great game. It's it's the, it's one of the first like 3D Mario games. It is the first 3D Mario game. Oh, right? it is. Okay, well, well for, the, the 64 one. one was right. The 64 obviously. one, but right. So, and like the whole premise is like you have um, Princess Peach's castle. Everyone wants to go in, um, and you got like uh, like all the paintings. You can jump in, and it's a new level. That's like the level selector. It's genius to me because they like to hide some of the levels, and like you that actually unlock was this a really good idea. I always it's, took it for granted. Yeah, it's it's it's. Like honestly, and like every single level, it's it's like its own little world that you run around in. Oh, you know what's great about that too? What is that? Not only was the painting idea great, but it also was something that was only possible with the 3D. 
Like you couldn't jump into a painting in 2D, obviously. Right, yeah. So it was like, I don't know. That's perfect for the first 3D game. Yeah, you make like something the, that's only possible in 3D. Yeah, so it's, it's innovative. It's yeah. just really nice. Um, and Camera controls sucked on the 64. I don't know <laughs> if it's better on the DS, but... No, it's, yeah, they're awful. They're yeah. awful. It's very... For, it forces the camera to be in a place, and there's some places where like, I need the camera in the exact other place. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, another one to list off, uh, Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. I love the game. Now, the, the, the game... Uh, it was it was a linear storyline, but it was an open world game, so you can go anywhere yep. at any time. And Makes you had sense. to like draw a line to steer a boat to get to each island, where <laughs> you can fight different bosses. You unlock different weapons. Sounds like Wind Waker. Well, yeah, that's the same type of game. Oh, okay, so they both were boat Zelda games. Well, was Wind Waker also a boat game? When that was, yeah, that's what I know. When I had never played it, but Wind Waker is like the boat one. Oh like, yeah, this is also a boat one. <laughs> where, you can, where like you 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 can like. Salvage for treasure and get new parts. Okay. There was fishing. It was fun. You can talk to people. There's little mini games all over the place. It was it was great. It was a great at um environment building. And the reason why I'm talking about them is because both games, I got stuck on the final bosses for months. Mm-hmm. Like, so like in Mario, the way to beat Bowser is he's on this floating platform with bombs all around it. You have to run behind him, grab his tail, use the stylus to spin him, yeah. let go at the optimal time and launch him into a bomb. And I could never get the timing. Ever. I couldn't do it. And in Zelda, it was just, it was a whole bunch of mechanics, which is why it was hard. Replaying these games, I did it in a day in a yeah. sitting. And it was just like, it's <laughs> like, it's like, oh my God, this caused me so much stress the first time. And seeing it years later and beating it immediately, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. I keep seeing people say that they had the, because I've always talked about like, oh, you know, games are so much easier now that I'm an adult rather <laughs> than being a kid. But I keep seeing people talk about the opposite where they're like, oh, this used to be so easy for me as a kid, but now I can't play it at all. Really? Which I haven't experienced. Well, are the people saying that like 40? Probably. Yeah, but okay. I mean, you're not that much worse at 40 than you are at 20, if at all. I don't know. Weird stuff. It is interesting. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, because I'm thinking if they haven't played for like 20 years and they're like 40 years old, and it's like, like for like when I get back I into get an it. old game, like, I, yeah, I'm worse at first, right? But then once, once I get a little bit, a couple minutes to adjust, I'm usually better than I ever was. Well, um, maybe, okay, but what types of games are they talking about? Because I feel like Call of Duty, first well, person shooters, if they're, they're in gonna their be worse. 30s, 40s, you know, Mario. The original oh, John, Donkey yeah. Kong, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Those 2D NES what if, games. What about, what about the old, um, the old arcade games like Galaga or Pac-Man, which required some bit of skill. They required a lot of skill. Right. So what if that's why? Like I feel like I feel like games got easier and then some somewhat harder and easier at the same time. But but yeah. like I feel like first they were really difficult. Like I hear keep hearing Contra is like one of the most difficult games. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of things about Contra. Oh uh, yeah, arcade games in general were general really difficult. But that was Maybe because the more about. difficult they were, the more money they made, right? Right, yeah. Assuming that people still wanted to play them. So there was a the balance there. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I've never been a fan of 3D platformers though. I, I, I never like the Crash Bandicoot, you know, mm-hmm. Mario 64, stuff like that. Those are different games in my brain. But they're I both 3D platformers, the same yeah. genre. Like, yeah, they're different games. Um like you know, Banjo kazooie, all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, it always like 2D platformers I really enjoy. But something about 3D platforms always felt like the controls were never right and it was yeah. always kind of too impre- imprecise. Or, and I was just never very good at them. Usually a severe decrease in like graphics quality and like... Yeah, but you know, platformers, to, you know, yeah. who cares about the graphics really? I guess fair. But yeah, I see what you mean. Um, also, they, they have to utilize space a little better because like mm-hmm. it's it's usually way too like spread out. 
Yeah. So it's like there's something way over there and there's something like way over there in the other direction. And it just feels a little empty. Mm-hmm. While on 2D platform, you're, you're able to concisely put things so that you don't ever feel like space yeah. isn't utilized Well, properly. it's easier to fully utilize two dimensions right, you know, exactly, rather than yeah. three. Uh, just everything becomes more difficult in three dimensions. The only th- three-dimensional platformer I ever enjoyed like really, really liked was kind of a cheat because it's little like Little Big Planet. Okay. Yeah. It's technically three dimensions, but it's really more like two point five D. Yeah, it's I a know. side scrolling game, but you're you have layers. You have a couple layers you can jump between. Yeah. But other than that, it's really just two dimensional. I was never really into that the time as I played it with you guys. <sighs> little Big Planet, particularly the first game, but also a little bit of the second game, is probably peak platformer. Probably the best PS3 game. <laughs> hands down wow. it's nuts it, it's the old the atmosphere the art style the art style with the music alone is enough to make it like a top 10 but just the gameplay is perfect too and then the fact that they introduced like a full all of the all of the levels in the story mode were built using the in-game level editor so you can create things just as if not better than the story mode itself but the story mode is fantastic um, definitely recommend those games, <laughs> but that that's actually kind of relevant because the somebody D, uh, DDoS the servers um, recently, huh. so the servers went down. Oh no! Which, uh, they said they're working on it, but that was a that was a scary moment because it was like, is this gone forever? Did we just <laughs> lose it? Because if you're not familiar with Little Big Planet, like uh, yeah, the I'm story not familiar mode is, with DDoS. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll get to that. If you're not familiar with Little Big Planet, the idea was that yeah, the story mode was fantastic, but then you could also go to the moon, like because everything had little craft analogies. Everything is like a craft thing. Mm-hmm. It's all made out of like little craft parts. And the, the main character is a sack boy, right? It's a little rag doll. Um, but anyway, you go to the moon and then you could build levels that were fully featured and then you would upload them online and people would play them. That was like the idea. Mm-hmm. And there were millions and millions of online levels that were all great and a lot of memories. That was like, came out in 2008. So a lot of my early childhood, not early, but like late childhood was spent on that game. And it was just so many memories there. So the idea that the server is going down and just losing all of that forever is a very scary idea to me. So yeah. as soon as the servers come back online, I'm going to have to start downloading a bunch of levels offline. But DDoS, I'll explain that real quick. Essentially, what that means is direct denial of service. Okay. So that that's a, a, a primitive attack that you can use where basically any sort of server... And I say server, not because not, it can't be peer-to-peer because peer-to-peer is distributed, right? It's a bunch of different people all yeah. being equal and then all having access to the source and sharing it around. A server is like, you've just got the one place, right? Right. Or maybe a couple computers at the same place. But essentially what you can do is you can, instead of just asking for one thing, you can ask for two things and three things and four things and just ask for a shit ton of things all at once really fast from a different bunch of different places. So if you just spam their network really, really hard, you can just completely block over block their whole network. Because you're just creating so many network requests and using up so much of their traffic and computing power that they just can't respond to everything and nobody else can get through. And sometimes that can even cause the server itself to crash or the network to crash. So you essentially, someone writes a program and it freaking overwhelms the server with yeah. information. Yeah, and you can't, just, you can't just do this on any old computer because your computer probably doesn't have the same network throughput as their servers do, right? right? So you need to be able to overwhelm their servers. What is the benefit of doing that to somebody? To be a fucking asshole. That's it? That's the only thing. What is wrong with people? Why and would they do that? This is actually super common. Like, uh, Relating to Little Big Planet, not only were the servers taken down with DDoS now, but back in like 2012 or 2013 or something, the entire PlayStation network was down for two months because of a DDoS attack. 
Wow. Like I, I have the original Little Big Planet personally because they gave it to me for free after I came back because they're like, guys, we're sorry. We were gone for a long time. You couldn't play online any PlayStation games whatsoever for two months because some asshole was like, you know, I'm just going to attack the PlayStation servers for no reason. Can you trace who did it? Are they usually good enough? Yeah, they you, can do you, it you can. They should be charged. I would charge them for that. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. There's that. that that's why would you spend your time life like? There's so much other things you can do with your time. Yeah. Why there's so why why is it specifically in like the like the computer people community? Are there like just these random assholes yeah. that like destroy? Things? Well, it's because computers give people so much more power than they usually have. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's a, so all that's the a profound assholes, statement. What you just said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all the assholes have a have a new platform to be a dick if they want to. Like that. This even sometimes they won't even just do it to like a server to be mean. Sometimes they do it to individual people. So that's like the one, the one single situation where having somebody having your IP address could potentially be malicious. Because okay. everybody's like, oh no, I'm not gonna share my IP address or oh this guy has my IP address, I'm so screwed. But like, you can't do anything with an IP address except if they DDoS it, then you could just you know lose your internet access completely just because you pissed off some guy. Maybe you like made a comment on like a Reddit thread or something. And he right. got Reddit is a place for that. <laughs> There's a lot of loser assholes on Reddit um, who will DDoS you for no reason. Wait, so you can't just like reboot a server and then like, and like just like, cause it, it are, not, are they constantly outputting traffic to, I'm assuming they overwhelm it until it crashes. It, it's a generalized term. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. So the, the, the answer is anything you can think of. God. Sometimes it's simple as like when they're done, you just restart it and you go back to normal. Sometimes it's right. not. Like the Little Big Planet servers have been down for almost a month now. Jeez. They've been trying to repair them. Um, so yeah, it depends. But it's it's sad. sad. That is sad. Who Jeez. would attack a, a little kid's game that came out like 13 years ago? I know. There's no Jesus benefit. Christ. There's just, there's, I, if you have, why don't you do other things with yourself? I know. I don't get it. Good God. All right, Jake. All right, Jake. What is the greatest TV show opening theme? Oh, opening theme? Oh, that's a great question. Definitely not The Office. God damn. No, that's I never boring. want to hear that again in my life. Um, I always skipped it. <laughs> well, I skip every TV show. I do too. That's true. Some people are like, it's sacrilegious. But I know. Like, after you've seen it three times... You don't need to look. The Office is more than three. The, uh, yeah, The Office. There are freaking nine seasons, and we've all watched them at least four times or more. <laughs> That's a lot of intros. Yeah. I always when I when I'm watching an episode of The Office and they have like the shortened intro, I'm yep. like, yes, thank God. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. No, my favorite one. Uh, I gotta say, I I really really like the um original Star Trek intro. What was it? It's it's the one with the Kirk monologue where he's like space. Oh, the final frontier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, you know he goes through his spiel, which I could recite, but I'm not going to. Yeah. And then yeah. then they got the actual theme, which like da 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 da. Yeah, really. Da, it's, it's great. No, it it's got a great theme song. It's got the great monologue. Love it. Both that one and the Next Generation are both fantastic. And you, I never expected that you would say that. No, it's great. So, um, I mean, I, I honestly I like a lot of them. Like the video game High School theme song was pretty great. They had this guy um, from the band called The Proto Men, which make this really sick 80s rock music. They uh -huh. had him do a theme song for it, and it's awesome. It's got like some harmonized guitar in it. It's got some great vocals, good stuff. <laughs> my How about mind, you? My, my mind went to old kid shows from when I was a kid. There's was, there was a good handful <laughs> I liked. Like, um, Dude, the Reading Rainbow, uh, what was it? <laughs> uh, who, oh, uh, who did they have in it? It was X Gun Give It To You. Who's that guy? DMX. Oh, yeah. They had the DMX <laughs> the Reading DMX. Rainbow theme. I love that video. So 
<laughs> you should look that up if you haven't. No, I have seen it. No, I love it. Listener, but oh, yeah. the listener, yeah, done. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fantastic. So oh, by the funny. way, Reading Rainbow, hosted by uh, Lavar Burton, Jordy LaForge from Star Trek: The Next Generation. He's one of the main characters. Oh, really? Yeah. He's he's in that show. He's blind. He has the visor. He's the visor guy. Oh. Yep. That's an I. That's a weird connection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my mind went to some some kid shows. So like uh, Ben Ten is a classic. I've ben never watched Ben Ten. Ben 10. He has a wrist that could turn him into aliens. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. Specifically 10. So like, cool. Oh, specifically 10 aliens. Yeah. I never put that together. <laughs> yeah, there's 10 <laughs> aliens that he could turn into. And I, I wonder which came first, his name Ben, or they're like, they're like, how many aliens we should have? He's like, we'll call it Ben 10 and yeah, make it 10. Yeah, it's catchy. I bet, I bet it came, the name came first. Yeah, even the name came first. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, uh, there's a Disney XD show called Kick Batowski. Okay. And for whatever reason, that I love the theme so damn much. And it's, it's it's a terrible show. It's a kid show. I never was into it, but the theme would come on, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> hell yeah!" yeah. Um, okay, but I think well, my all time favorite, and this sucks because um, th- it's mixed terribly. It's a horribly mixed theme song. It's mono. Oh God, wow. it's staticky. But it's it's my favorite. It's Dog the Bounty Hunter, sung by Ozzy <laughs> Osbourne. Oh, is Ozzy it's Osbourne? Ozzy, yeah. I I've it's only- my favorite. I only There's watched that show once when I was sleeping over here. at a friend's house, like nine years old. So it's, I don't remember anything about it. It's just cops with a Hawaiian body. Oh, really? Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> it's But like the, that theme, man. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, wow. I, th- I think Phineas and Ferb is iconic. It, yeah, it's not, a good one. not one of my favorites, but it, it's definitely iconic. It's a good one. It's a good By, one. By uh, Bowling for Soup, who were like a really popular uh, pop punk band. Oh. In, in the 90s or whatever. Oh, they were they weren't just for the Phineas and Ferb people. No, they were actually a famous band. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, they, they were a comical band, but they were like comical pop punk. It was yeah, okay, pretty cool. I like them. Honorable mentions. You got all those old like uh, like Full House, Family Matters, Friends, mm. kind of stuff like that. Eh. Oh, Friends, yeah, they're kind of eh. they're like they're I, classic, but not my kind you know, of thing. There's Cheers, you know, making yeah. your way in the world today. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the other one? Oh, George Lopez. I like that one. Low Rider. Oh, he uses Lowrider as his theme song? Maybe, I don't know, they say Lowrider. I don't remember oh. the name. <laughs> uh, what's the worst one? Worst TV things. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of bad ones. Yeah. A lot of bad TV things. Well, if it's bad, I'm not going to remember it. Anime has some pretty amazing openings. Yeah, you're right. That is, that's a whole genre. But you can't, I can't name a damn one. Because <laughs> it's Japanese. <laughs> that's actually what my roommate, he he primarily, when I first met him, his prime his only music source really was just anime theme songs. Yeah. That was yeah. the only music he listened to really. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. And it's like, I can't deny that a lot of them are amazing songs, but come, that can't be your, sorry, that can't be your only music yeah. to like, like thing. It can, it can be like a couple, you know, whatever makes you happy, but like there's other music out there. It just makes me think like they don't listen to music. They just watch anime and then it just so <laughs> happens they like the intros. So they have like zero Which taste. Is, that was all of us at one point in our lives. Like Which, we just yeah. listened to the music that was in whatever we watched. At least a lot of us, I think. Yeah, that's true. Oh, like, uh, um, okay, this is a really weird class. This is a weird example. But for a period of time, my favorite song was from the Scooby-Doo movie <laughs> where Fred gets on a motorcycle and they oh, played Wanted Dead or Alive. Yeah. Dude, that made- That's iconic. That was a moment when I was a kid. Anytime I, was like, I hear that song, yeah. that's all I think about. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he joust with the knight. Yeah. Dude, that, oh, that to my soul. I was that like, was the second Scooby-Doo movie. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was, yeah, I only had that one. I didn't know what it was called. Oh, you haven't seen, have, have you seen the first one? What was it? It had um, Mr. Bean in it. He was the was bad it the, guy. the Monster Island thing? Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. I thought that was the second one. No, that's was the first kid. one. I was a kid. I didn't know anything. Yeah, I know. Well, what difference does it make, right? The second one was better, in my opinion. I don't know. It's been so long. It's been a while. Uh, also, I, I remember liking the second one because the variety and everything. Yeah. Well, also, how, how good can you get with live action Scooby-Doo? Um, it was pretty much as, as good as it could get, probably. Yeah, true. Yeah. But like when he gets on that motorcycle, as a kid, I was like, this is the peak of coolness. This is as cool yeah. as you can possibly get. Fred, Fred was always the coolest guy. No, he isn't though. Yeah, he, yeah, he definitely isn't. He's, 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 Fred and Daphne are the most boring characters. There's no depth to those characters. Yeah, everybody likes Shaggy the most. Uh, Shaggy's the he's the main. What's guy. up with people being really into Velma? It's I don't, like a I, thing. I'm actually kind of into it too. Really? It's hilarious. It's, it's just like whatever. I never found her attractive. Well, no, the, the, that's she's, the she kinda, was the that's fucking the nerd who wore the sweater. Like I know that's the joke. No, no, no. I mean, like, people are, like, attracted to no, Velma. I know. Like, I know. It's, I don't think it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's, cause it's, like, it's like the over... You know, because it's the it's the overlooked curvy girl that no one really mm. paid attention to. That's why. My glasses. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. But no. she does, like, 90% of the work. Everybody so else, she's still a nerd. <laughs> I know, I know. Everybody else kind of... What, what pisses me off is also, you always, like, at the end, reveals, like, all this, like, damning evidence of the person. Yeah, it's like, why didn't you say this earlier? It's like, why don't you just tell the cops and they'll just, like, arrest there? They're like, no, we gotta... But it's like, no, we gotta trap him first. Yeah. Like, we gotta capture Remember him. Remember there was one time she was strapped to a log on a log-cutting mill? <laughs> it was like, you could have avoided that. <laughs> God damn. I do remember. There was another time somebody was strapped down. They were going to get sliced in half by a laser like James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, you're in high school. I know. I know. And I've also, I've made the joke before. It's like, these guys are always like, I'll use my brilliant engineering mind and develop technology in this world hasn't ever seen before just to scare people to yeah. make a hundred dollars. It's like, <laughs> you, or you can sell the technology and make millions of dollars. If I had a hundred dollars, I could bribe my brother some new bones. <laughs> Oh, yeah. like, no, no, no. <laughs> Develops futuristic hologram technology, wins $100,000. I know. They'll, they'll have like an elaborate ghost who's three-dimensional and chasing him around, but then yep. later, like, it was literally smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Like, how? How? <laughs> yeah. how did you do that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scooby-Doo Scooby was a crackhead of a show, man. Oh, man. There's a lightning in a bottle. So good. I, wait, yeah, who thought of that show idea? Genius. It's genius. <laughs> yeah. It's genius. It made it. They could only come out of the 70s. It, it, yeah, honestly. So this is this has been a, a, a hefty last episode, guys, um, of the season. I hope you guys keep listening. Um, hopefully I'll be less annoying in season two. But guys, you got to give us one. Um, I also apologize too much throughout the season. But um, I'm doing it now. So I guess I should just shut up, huh? I feel like that's what a lot of you guys are thinking out there, you know, just like, God, that our guy's annoying. Jacob comes up with good points and then he just sits there. So like, what's the deal with like dolphins though? Like they swim and they, some of they jump, you know, and there's people keep saying they're smart. What's up with that? There's this thing that's like, guys, animals are smarter than we think. Did you know that like dolphins have an IQ higher than humans? Like, what does that what does that mean? Because every IQ thing I've ever seen has always, every IQ test thing has always been like, match the pattern of numbers and match the pattern of the shapes. Like what IQ test for pigs and dolphins are they doing that makes them score higher than humans? 
Like, what is this test? Because last time I heard, the only animal that was able to have even object permanence, which is, I think, something you should have if you have a higher IQ than anybody. Like, that that should be, like, a given. That should be one of the baseline things, is a crow and maybe, like, some monkeys. And they don't, what, like, how does something that doesn't even have that have a higher IQ than humans? What is that about? Welcome back, Jacob Ledoux. Oh, oh, don't welcome me back yet. I'm going to spend some time with this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. Okay, but like, I, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm very, uh, if you guys haven't um, figured out, I'm very pro-human. I, yeah. I care about humans more you're than anything else. so much as you're anti-everything else. Oh, ah, you know what? That might be a better way to put it. <laughs> mm. I haven't figured myself out, guys. I'm still trying to follow my heart, you know? And also what's up with following your heart? You don't follow your heart. What is that? You yeah. know how people like, you know, but like love and like with your job, they're always like, follow your heart. Listen to your gut. Those are the last things you should trust yeah. with the most important aspects like, of your if life. I, if I listen to my gut, I'm just going to be going to restaurants all the time. Like that's yeah. the only thing I'm going to do. If I did that, eating. I'd be a musician at bars making nothing, right. starving to death because guess what? That's a stupid idea. Yeah. It's a stupid idea. There are, there's always people. I know what's funny. The people who tell you that are like the people who made it online <laughs> in media, not yeah. because I was originally talking about your parents, but like celebrities always like, follow your heart. I was a nothing and now I'm here. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because you're A, extremely talented and B, extremely lucky yep, yep. and C, super attractive, so incredibly marketable. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It, it's oh, not man. the 80s anymore. You can't get away with being ugly. You have to be attractive. <laughs> it always makes me so happy when I see a celebrity who's like, oh, that's not very attractive. It's just like, <laughs> oh, then we have a chance. <laughs> that's great. Oh, man. It's so funny. Oh, man. Don't follow your heart, guys. Seriously, think out your life. Think it out. What is the, what you have to optimize your happiness as well as like the way you get there. Mm. Like, it's just like, like you got your heart guys. No, just listen don't, to your heart. No. Don't listen to Mezra. He's, <laughs> he's, he's anti-hearts. Actually, yeah. Follow your heart because the people who need to get stuck doing the things that no one else wants to do have to be the people who failed at trying to achieve <laughs> their dreams because no one else will do it. Oh, what a sad reality we live in. That's true. What a waste of human Whose potential. Whose dream is it to be a janitor? If everybody's dreams worked out, we wouldn't have any janitors. Yeah. Well, actually, some people like being janitors. Very vast, vast minority relative to the market of janitors we need. I, I kind of feel bad for janitors. I feel like I owe them something for all these years of making fun of them. <laughs> I don't make fun. I don't want to make fun of them. I don't I, make I fun of them. them. I, what I mean is like making fun of the profession. Like, yeah. like it's always been the butt of jokes. It like honestly me, has. Me and Mariana would always tell each other they're going to be homeless or janitors <laughs> or and all that kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, that was like, you know, that's been an ongoing thing. And I, and I agree. It's like the guy... He, no, none of them wanted to be janitors, but they're, they're, the difference is they're doing something with their lives, which is better than people doing yeah. nothing. Yeah, which is better super than the useful. People. Everybody appreciates a janitor. I know. They're way better than the people DDoSing PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, just get a job. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Real. Especially if you have the ability to do that. Well, it doesn't take much, but oh. uh, yeah. Well, the knowledge. <sighs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they, they call these people script kitties. That's that's uh, always been the online name for them. Okay. Just, it's self-explanatory. It's kids who learn how to do some basic, basic programming or download a script or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It requires no knowledge. Anyway. My, okay. Um, I'm just going to hit a couple of things. You know, the last episode, so I figured I'd just do a quick shout out to our audience stats here. Oh, um, yeah, do it. I, I don't know them. The, yeah. Um, so I only have stats for Spotify because they're the only ones who give it to us. But yeah. Spotify makes up like 40%, 47% of our audience. So it's like what? almost half. Not 90 something percent? 
No, because I mean, it used to be Apple Podcast was at the top. Apple Podcast? Yeah, Apple. I used to use Apple Podcast for everything. As soon as Joe Rogan switched to Spotify from Apple Podcast, our listen our listeners went from almost all Apple Podcasts to almost all Spotify. <laughs> it flipped. Um, and then like there's like Overcast, which is surprisingly popular in our listeners. Okay. I don't. It's a bunch what is of that? stuff. <laughs> it's an app. Okay. There's a lot of podcasts are really like Spotify is like 99% of music. But when it comes to podcasts, it's pretty distributed. It's really interesting. Huh. Some people even listen through Anchor, which like, why would you do that? <laughs> <What? laughs> this is blowing my mind. Yeah, anyway. Um, Keep going. What's the... What's but the... in Spotify, uh, do you have any guess as to the ages of our listeners? Uh, probably. Probably like 15 to 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, accurate. Uh, 97% of our listeners are in the same age bracket as each other. I would assume. Which is 18 to 22. I would expect that. So within that four year college age, basically exactly college age is pretty much every single listener we have. I'm, I'm, that makes me really happy. I've always thought we had a very childish podcast. So I'm glad you guys are, yeah. you know, not, not children. <laughs> well, I mean, some people would consider them as such, but it's interesting that our listeners are almost entirely the same exact age. I've never seen it so combined or so I, I get, It makes sense singular. to me though. Uh, can you take a guess as to the, as to the gender distribution? Yeah, 99% male. <laughs> 90 Seven percent. I was close. Ninety-seven yeah. percent. Wait, that wait. It should be a hundred percent. There's a female out there. There's a, there's a, there's at least one female. <laughs> there's a singular female between all of the episodes. And you know what? Come to think of it, it could possibly be your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes sense. <laughs> I don't know if she used Spotify or not to I, listen I to. I don't it. care, but that's so funny. Oh my god. So yay for diversity. Yay. <laughs> and those are the only two stats they provide to us. So that's all we've got. We don't have monthly listeners? What was that? You don't have monthly listeners? Uh well we don't we don't get to use like the Spotify audience uh, the portal thing for like the artists get. We only get some of the stuff through Anchor. So oh, so you don't know? Well, how many monthly listeners? Oh how many no. Because we'll, we have like listens per episode and then listens combined, um, and we can see when they happened. But they don't show us the monthly listeners. I oh. guess you could figure it out if you went through and checked. It'd be, it'd be a pain. Average to do. each month. I could I could tell you off here how many we get on average per episode, but yeah, we'll just not do that in the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we'll see how that. We'll, we'll hey at the end of season two, we'll look at our stats then and compare. Um, see, Solely see those two. That's all we've got. <laughs> Maybe in the future we'll have more. That's what we have right now. I like that. So a little statistics wrap up for the end of the season, guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here's one topic I have to hit. Like, uh, there's a lot. There's at least ten I'm leaving out of this episode. Okay. But this one I have to talk about. Alrighty. Alrighty. It is it is the most relevant thing to me. Oh man, suspense. Yeah, I know. Because here, here's, here's the headline. Are you Jacob's ready for never. This? Jacob's never this passionate. Yeah. Are you ready for this, measure? All right. The headline: Computer scientists build computer using swarms of crabs. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, build okay. a computer out of crabs, measure. What? Okay, so you know what logic gates are, obviously. Right, yes. And you know that if you can build logic, if you can build the AND gate, you can basically, you can build anything. That's all you need to make a Turing machine, really. (laughs) Um, So there's these soldier crabs. It's a type of crab Mm -hmm. that have like a specific behavior that these Japanese dudes found out. So basically what they do is when these crabs are in a group, um, one of them leads and the rest of them all follow that leader. Right. 
So in terms of movement. Right. And that leader actually follows a specific set of rules too, where if there's a wall in front of him, he will just follow that wall indefinitely. And then... In front of him? Like next to him. Oh. Um, I think... <laughs> Why? <laughs> and then also, they can change the direction he follows the wall by simulate by using shadows to simulate like birds flying above them. <laughs> so they can change the direction of the crabs. And then also, if two groups of crabs collide with each other, they will merge and then go at the direction that is the sum of their vectors. <laughs> so these are very predictable crabs. Wait, what? The soldier crabs. Um... Which is really interesting. That's and so, so specific. Using these walls and these soldier crabs, they can build any type of. They can build and and or gates, which basically you can build anything out of. If you've got and and or gates, you can build anything you want. Um, it takes <laughs> roughly eighty crabs to create a single logic gate, and so thus, um, I think they calculated that. Given that amount of crabs per logic gate, you could run Doom with like 16 million crabs. Yeah. How many? 1,600? Uh, 16 million. I oh, think. 16 million. Yeah. I was going to ask. That's so funny. So, yeah, this was by um, the Department of Earth and Planetary Sciences at the Kobe University in Japan. Um, <laughs> dude, when I saw that headline, I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. I, I Something what? I never thought about before. What you can. Logic gates are really simple to get your mind around. You can build those out of a lot of things, biological things, like living creatures. You can build logic gates out of. And then if you have a logic gate, you can build any type of computer you want. That's Jacob, incredible. Jacob. What? We make artificial intelligence out of crabs. Yeah. Are the crabs intelligent? No. <laughs> but, we, but the sum of the crabs. <laughs> do, we give, do we give that artificial intelligence life uh, rights? Oh my God. Because if you make artificial intelligence solely out of crab logic gates, do they get animal rights or human rights? <laughs> and the thing is, this would be indistinguishable for the artificial intelligence compared to any other type of computer. Assuming it was, you know, using the same architecture, just made out of crabs. A lot, like probably too so many. by definition, it should, by our uh, things we said earlier, it should be given, right? <laughs> the sum of crabs. <laughs> it's made out of crabs. No, it's <laughs> If you get circle. close to just a bunch of little crabs, you can eat them. They're the superior race <laughs> species. Um, but it's, it's a bunch of crabs though. Oh my uh, God. Also, I feel like there would be too, there's not enough crabs to do that. Well, here's the thing. Assuming that we used machine learning, like it takes a lot of computing power to train the, the model. But once you've trained it, it doesn't take nearly as much power to run it. That's why you're able to train these crazy like neural networks that can recognize faces, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you take tons of GPUs and shit tons of power for years to train this thing. And then you can run it on an iPhone, you know, with no problems at all. Oh. Uh, so... I don't know. We could probably train a model and then put it onto crabs somehow. <laughs> also, so yeah, if they're using computers to move the shadows, is it really a crab computer? No, no, no. The, the shadows thing was just an example. No, this is all purely, I, I think, um, solid state. Mechanical? Like, like just physical objects that are placed. Right. And I don't I don't think that they dynamically move the shadows. Oh. Or, or maybe, maybe they do, but based on the other crab, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the details. Right, but, yeah, I'm assuming you don't know how the crabs But it's work. not, there aren't computers involved. Because if there's a computer involved, that defeats the purpose, Defeats right? the purpose, yeah. That's still, that's, that's hilarious. <sighs> yeah, I love that. It just, I, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of like, this there's, there's opens the door for so many things we can build computers out of that's limitless. Yeah, um, this, this opened the door for that. Oh, man.
The idea was always there. You just need it. I don't the sum of the vectors thing. What? I know, right? Like seriously. Speaking of like Turing machines and stuff, I think Alan Turing just got put on like the the British pound. I think it is. Oh, on, cool. On like their paper money. Neato. Um, which is great. You know, that's good because they didn't exactly treat him so well when he was alive. <laughs> I don't know the history of Alan Turing. How, what do you know about Alan Turing? Nothing. Nothing. So, like, people tell me, and then it goes out the other ear. So, like, the, the I guess the most relevant contribution he's made to most people is that he cracked the uh, Enigma code in World War II, which oh. was how the uh, the Axis forces were, you know, relaying messages. It was yeah. like the, like the most the most advanced and complex code ever derived, and he cracked it, which was nuts. Wow! Like you, you can watch videos on on the actual details of the Enigma code, but it's it's insanely difficult. That's crazy. Um, so he cracked that, but he's also basically like the father of computing in the sense that. Um, he, he basically figured out just all of the basics of, of computer science and everything. He, he's, um, obviously named the, uh, the Turing test, the Turing machine, uh, both are pretty crazy. Um, so basically he's just the father of computer science. You, uh, you could say yeah. basically in, in, in a sense invented modern computers, <laughs> but, um, his name was Alan. and then, but then it turns out he was gay. So the the British were like, we're not cool with that. Oh, this so, sounds familiar. So they castrated him, and then he killed himself as a result of that. Oh my god! So he didn't get treated very well for being a a brilliant war hero. <laughs> they, that sounds ca- They kind of destroyed his life, really. But um, they, but they put him on the pound uh, a century later. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, equal. Good job, Brits. <laughs> not that we would have been much better, but. He would have loved to see the crab thing, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what he would have been excited about, yeah. is the crabs. Yeah, not like, uh, you know, nanotransistors or anything like that. <laughs> he would have been like, no, this is what I wanted, the crab. This is what, this I, is what envisioned. I envisioned. Exactly. Although I got to say, like, out of all of his work, the Turing test is probably the weakest bit. Because the Turing, you know what the Turing test is? Nope. Well, it's like, it's it's the test of, is something truly artificially intelligent, right? Oh, that's so the familiar. idea is like, his definition was... If and if in a blind test, you know, if a human was conversing with this through like text or through the phone or something, would they be able to tell that this thing is not another human, like without being told that, you know? Yeah, that, that doesn't sound very relevant anymore, does it? it yeah, it's because we can easily beat the Turing <laughs> test, but it doesn't mean we have any sort of intelligence anywhere. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure I could build something that could beat some Turing tests. Yeah, but um, yeah. I've sort of de- I've developed my own specific test that I use whenever I chat with chatbots because I, I I really want a really good chatbot and so every once in a while I'll go and I'll test like the the top of the line ones that are available and I'll run my little thing I've I've developed over time a pretty easy way to break any chatbot. How do you usually do it? Like conceptually, really quickly summarized. Yeah, sure. Uh, basically, I try to bring in memory and problem solving into the matter. Because if you go and ask it, how are you doing? What do you think of this? What's your favorite movie? Et cetera. Like the usual stuff you ask it about, they do really well at that now. They used to fail at that. They're doing great now. So they could beat most Turing tests. But the thing is, the first thing I do is I'll be like, okay, remember a word or a a thing or something like that. I'll be like, remember the color red. And then I'll chat with them a little bit. I'll be like, hey, what color did I I ask you to remember earlier? That usually stumps 99% of them. They can't do that. One of them has gotten through that. Basically, what broke it, it was I was really insanely impressed to see it pass that first test because yeah. I'd never seen anything else do it before. But the test that broke it was I, I, I said to it, um, I'm going to list out a couple of mathematical expressions. I need you to pick out the one that is false. 
And so I listed out one, two, three, and then like the first one was like two plus two equals four. And, you know, and then one of them was like one plus one equals four again. Um, and then it, it said that all of them were correct. And I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> so you have failed my test. Anyway, so uh, I've, I've, I've gotten really, really good at breaking chatbots. Yeah, that's Jacob's new hidden talent. Because <laughs> I want a good one. Yeah. And so I don't want to waste my time talking to a bad one. Yeah, usually I do the, what's your favorite blah. Yeah, and I used to do that. And the, but over time, I've gotten more efficient at figuring out, you know, what's the quickest way to assert. I usually I'm like, hey, what was, how was the how's the weather today or something? And he yeah. usually like doesn't know. And like, if that's all you're going to talk about, then it's they're really good at that. There's some like you can get like the app called Replica, and their chatbot is pretty much one of the best. It, it's it's really good with memory. It's able to remember stuff like your friends and your favorite things and all that kind of stuff, and it'll incorporate that into the conversation. But if you you have to talk to it in good faith, you know you have to play okay. along with it. Yeah. Because if if you talk in bad faith, you can break it pretty yeah. easily. But I want to be able to talk in bad faith and still have it hold up. That's what I'm <laughs> waiting for. I guess that brings us to the end of, of oh, the first he's gonna, season he's gonna, he's of gonna, Terminal okay. Satan. Yeah, there. Thanks all of you male 18 to 22 year olds for <laughs> listening over the past year. Get get tattoos of the number 26. Yeah. Get our logo somewhere. We should. We, one day we'll have merch. There's Terminal Satan stuff on Redbubble. Wait, what? I, I uploaded the logo and they made a bunch of stuff out of it. So oh. <laughs> you can technically buy like Terminal Satan merch right now. So if you wanted to, nobody's going to, but if you wanted to. And in the meantime, also email us, you motherfuckers. Oh, I, I meant to say it, this at the beginning. I meant to say this at the beginning because nobody listens to the end, right? Everybody listens to the beginning and then, you know, as you go on. Oh yeah, that's probably percent. why. Oh so my if gosh. we were saying this at the beginning, perhaps we'd get more emails. Email us at terminalsatan at gmail.com. We should open with that. That should be I meant a, to we do need, that. We need so, a new season two opener, guys. From now on, yeah, we'll open with that. <laughs> Jeez, we're dumb. Uh, our, you know, but it's in our description and all that. You can find it everywhere. Terminalsatan.com, whatever you want to do. Um, uh.